Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is episode 132. And in this conversation, I bring in Danielle Russell, who is our current president here at Builder Funnel. And she and I do a deeper dive into some of our top book picks, also some podcast recommendations, some industry-related blogs, and other miscellaneous resources. But uh, she and I have both been pretty actively working just on personal development, personal growth, you know, building up leadership skills and different skills and, you know, a variety of areas. And you just tend to read a lot of books. And so we were both reflecting on some of our top picks and top recommendations. So we do lay those out for you, but we also kind of dive into a few of them that are especially our favorites. And hopefully you guys will gain some insights. And then we also drop all the links to everything in the show notes for you. So sit back, stay tuned for episode 132 with Danielle Russell. Hey guys, and welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. This is episode 132. And with me today, I've got Danielle Russell, who is our current president at Builder Funnel. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited because, well, one, you and I have been working together for quite some time, and we both have been on pretty aggressive personal development, personal growth journeys. And so we were trying to think of a good a good topic that we could uh, chime in on and add add some value and some context. And so we figured, hey, let's do kind of our top picks for books. And then as we got talking about, it, I was like, well, let's not just limit it to books. There's some great resources. There's some podcasts. There's some some other stuff. But when you try to read, I don't know. I guess how many books a year do you think you read or have read over the last several years? So last year I hit around 30. This year I'm going for the full 52. And I set myself back in February because I'm reading two like giant books at once. (laughs) So I'm going to have to pick up the pace once those are done. But that's rough estimate shooting for 52. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, I know I made that mistake one year. I think one of my first books was Tools for Titans by Tim Ferriss. (laughs) It's like 800 Mm -hmm. pages going, well, this should count at least for a couple, but yeah. And uh, I know over the years, I've always kind of been in that like 30 to 50 range. And, you know, I don't know, you just, it compounds over time. It's amazing. And then you go to a conference or you go somewhere and you just sit down and they start talking about leadership and you're like, okay, I picked up a couple things, but a lot of that actually sounds familiar. Um, <laughs> so for those of you listening that are also personal development junkies or, you know, on that, on that path, I'm sure you've noticed the same thing, but let's kick it off, you know, with uh, maybe one of your favorite books over the past few years. Yeah. A good one that I seem to always return to in the beginning of the year, I, a couple high performance habits, great book, all about what matters and how to really maximize those things that matter most. And then also Atomic Habits by James Clear. Unfortunately, it's on the bottom of this stack of book examples I have, and I don't want to make everything tumble and be distracting, but 
why I say those are important at the beginning of the year. That's really when you're setting your New Year's resolutions, maybe, or you're charging hard. You're full of that motivation in the beginning of the year. And those are two great books to just get you started with, where do I even start? What matters and how do I start tackling those? And I read both multiple times now. And I think they're both actually recommendations from you. And I recommend them to people all the time. I think they should be required reading for high schoolers who are figuring out how should I go to college? Is that the right path? Is this, how do I study? How do I build all these new habits when no one else is making you do anything with your life? It's up to you. Yeah. Well, the whole habit thing is an interesting one because if you really start to boil down a lot of the things you do in your life, you realize so much of it is automatic or habitual. And if hmm. you can retool some of that, you can really see some drastic changes, you know, and you don't see them instantaneously, but you know, a year or two goes by pretty quick in the grand scheme of things. And you're like, Oh yeah, I changed that. I know one habit for me that was really powerful in breaking was soda drinking. You know, it was like, man, I just had <laughs> way too much soda and not enough water. And, uh, and I forget which one of these books I was reading, but it was some habit book. I was like, okay, I just got to make this incremental change. Are there any positive habits that you've formed because of, you know, books like this or either removed that have been pretty meaningful to you? Yes. The book you're thinking of is The Power of Habit. Okay. <laughs> we read, that. <laughs> we oh, read yeah. that a few years ago together. Yeah. Charles Duhigg, right? Yep. That's the one. A really big one that I've been working on. We happened to read reread as a team, Atomic Habits, around the same time as Movember. And I remember at first thinking to myself, like, okay, so walking two miles a day, not a big deal, but how am I going to keep on with all of my other goals? And there's this concept of habit stacking in Atomic Habits. So for example, go out there and get those miles. And instead of reading for those 30 minutes or however long, now you're just listening to the book on audio. And that's one of my really big takeaways because I've kept walking as a daily habit, getting those steps in. It's so easy not to when you work from home and when everybody's remote right now. So really forcing myself to be intentional. And I get excited to go on walks now because I want to keep listening to that book and keep keep listening to that podcast, whatever it is I have queued up. And now people know to send me recommendations. And then I get excited that morning. I'm like, wow, I have a whole list of podcasts I'm going to listen to on my walk today. And I can go for a longer walk and learn more. And being able to stack two priorities was a really big takeaway. Another big takeaway is setting that trigger for a habit. So the really common one that everybody knows is putting on your gym shoes and then you're just going to go work out because you did the first 30 seconds or however long it takes to start the habit, but setting a bunch of triggers for myself. So I just, I start doing the thing and then I end up doing the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And the whole stacking is a good one. I know. Yeah. I do similar thing. You go to the gym, you put your headphones in, you're like, man, I'm, I'm doing two things here. And, uh, and I know even just the other one is like filling dead time with productive time, you know? So if it's like driving or you're standing in line, like you can be reading an, uh, you know, a Kindle book or you can be listening to something. So 
yeah, that's really good. I feel like too, a lot of the, the habits that I've adjusted over the years that have been really powerful, they're like these micro adjustments. And, you know, I always use this one example on the food side, because, you know, getting your diet right, if you can just kind of get a bunch of that automated and kind of into a general bucket of like, yep, I kind of eat in these categories. And this is about how much I eat. Then you can have the occasional, you know, junk and it doesn't really, it's like a blip on the radar. It doesn't really affect you. And uh, every morning I was, I would have like eggs and whatever, and then naked juice, which is like chock full of sugar. So then I switched to orange juice. Then I switched to like the low cal orange juice and then to water. And it was like a six or nine month process. But, you know, I think if you can just look for those little things and just go, okay, going right from that to water seemed like too big of a step. I'm like, that's no fun. Like I'm, I need, I'm like hooked on this sugar, you know? <laughs> so you kind of wean yourself off of it. But uh, anyway, we, I'm sure we could probably spend a whole podcast talking about habits. The one that, that I am huge on right now is uh, who, not how. And I feel like I'm recommending that to everybody I bump into. And I just read it this year. And the main concept is, if you if you're trying to get something done a lot of times the first question is how do i do this and you feel like okay i've got to learn it i've got to figure it out i've got to do it but if you reframe to who can help me get this done man that is powerful and suddenly you you don't feel burdened by this like i've got to figure this out or this is such a big thing and if you just kind of pause and think about who then suddenly you can you can get to the end result which I think ties into some of the habit books you, you know, touched on. It's like at the end of the day, you're trying to get to a result, but yeah, I, I forget. I think I rec I'm sure I recommended that one to you. Yeah. I read it over holiday break. <laughs> it was a big one. I think I read three that you recommended over the holiday break. Who not how sell like crazy. And is it your first five moves? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Those, yeah. So it was a, it was a big December for me. But who, not how in particular, I mean, such easy takeaways. So super easy book to read, first of all. Second of all, you can implement immediately. I remember getting to, I mean, coming back online, not getting to work because my house is work, but being able to sign back on that first day after break, I was already asking people for help and being able to see other people get excited that they could now have a piece of the pie. You know what I mean? It's not just like only I can solve this problem, but instead it's how can you help me with this? And they can take it and run with it. And I don't have to, it checks off so many things on my to-do list and just makes it now I'm supporting them. And when they need me, they tap me in instead of me having to focus on all these little details, like you said, of how to learn how to do things. You can find a person who knows how to do those things better than you'll ever learn it. Yeah. (laughs) Experts in their field. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if somebody spent five, 10, 20 years, you know, mastering something, you know, why on earth would you spend five minutes going down that path? If you're just looking for the, the end result, if that's not part of, you know, what you want to do, you know, if you really want to learn something, go for it. But yeah, sure. Most of the time in the business world, we're looking to just get something done and move the ball forward. So yeah. What, what's another book that, that always rises to the top for you? 
This one in particular is, it's a good one for people who frequently have to give feedback. I highly recommend Radical Candor by Kim Scott. This was something that she taught herself trial by fire in while working at Google and while being one of the top leaders at Google. And it's all about, she discovers this matrix of their four quadrants and one of them is the right way to give feedback, basically. And on the axes of caring, challenging people, I don't remember all four of them, but basically your goal is to give radical candor feedback. And what that means for her is you're being very honest in a way that helps someone get better. And you're pushing them to take those next steps and get better. Because we've all had someone give us feedback that maybe it was too late or too little and it ends up almost being damaging. It's too nice. Or maybe they waited too long to give the feedback and then it swings to like too mean because now they're, they have the fire under them to solve a problem. So being able to give feedback in that quadrant of you care personally about this person and you're pushing them to be the best version of themselves. And it's not easy. Giving feedback is never easy, but being able to empower your team to get better and know exactly what they need to do to take those next steps to get better for themselves. It's a really helpful book if you're trying to get better at feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like I should read that one. I'm (laughs) worst at, uh, (laughs) this is a good who, not how you are the who to (laughs) like, how do I get the team feedback? (laughs) Because I, um, yeah, if you talk to my wife, I hate confrontation. I don't like, you know, any, anything in that bucket. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. I'll just walk away. Like I don't don't need to (laughs) Mm -hmm. do this, but, but it is, it's so critical, you know, and, and you always, if you always flip it too, and you think about, well, would I want somebody to tell me if I was doing something wrong or not the right way, or I could get better at something like, of course I would. And so, you know, you've got to overcome those hurdles and find a way to, to deliver the feedback. And, and I think sometimes you end up being like, not as liked in the short term, but you build so much more respect. And a lot of times you actually do build the like in the long term by doing that but it's tough to execute in the moment, you know? So yeah, that's a good, good book recommendation. I was just thinking about, it was kind of tough to boil down this list. Honestly, (laughs) a lot of, a lot of good stuff out there. And especially the, the more you go down this rabbit hole, but growth mindset is another one that always comes up for me. And if you haven't read it, I would, I would put it, I would put it in your top five, you know, for your next, next five to, to knock out and read or do the audiobook or something. But it's this whole concept of, you know, a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset and a fixed mindset is, oh, I, I can't get better at this or I'm capped or I'm limited. Like I've reached my capacity basically in this skill or knowledge or something like that. And that's just not generally not true. I'm sure if you get to a really tippy top high level of something like, yeah, maybe improving, you know, you've kind of hit, hit the wall or it's just so micro incremental changes, but generally, you know, people fall into those buckets naturally, but you can adopt and, and work towards that growth mindset, which is, Hey, I'm not that good at this today. 
or I'm not that good at this yet, I think is the language she uses in the book, but I can, I can get there. And I think that that has been really helpful to me as a business owner. I feel like you're always uh, involved in tons of different areas. So you have lots of different skill sets that you're trying to learn and improve in lots of different knowledge bases and knowledge stacks, you know, anywhere from sales to marketing, to leadership, to finance and strategy and competition and all these types of things. And so it's in some ways just comforting to know, okay, I can get better at this or, you know, there's a way forward, but I know you've, you've read this one too. Any, any thoughts on this one? It's a great book, (laughs) like hands down. First of all, it's just a great book. I think Everybody's had that aha moment, hopefully, where you went into something thinking you weren't good at it or you weren't ready for it and you walk away victorious. And that's a game-changing moment for most people. So if you were fixed mindset before then, hopefully that changed your mind. Or if you were a growth mindset, that's something you can always point to and say, like you said, I don't know how to do this yet, but I've done this before. And I know I can do it again. And I would challenge people to think of a moment where that happened to them or challenge your people to think of that moment and to channel that whenever they get stuck on something and be able to say, remember that time you didn't think you're going to be able to learn how to produce a podcast? Here we are 132 episodes later. So being able to help your team and recall moments for them also so that you're you're reminding them that you know that they can do it and you're paying attention and that they do have a growth mindset and you're you're there to help them hey guys i know that if you listen to builder funnel radio you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy it's changed dramatically over the years and for the last 10 years really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. All right. So I know we've each got a few more books that we want to mention, <laughs> but we also want to cover some podcasts and some other resources. So maybe give uh, give a couple more books and maybe just like a quick one or two sentence, like here's why you should add this to your list and then we'll, we'll shift over to podcasts. Okay. As I knock over the whole stack. Okay. So I'll do my, like the quick one sentence for each of them. So lobster on a cheese plate. Mark Harari, our friends over at Remodelers Advantage. Great book if you're looking to build a marketing plan and learn the difference between a marketing plan, strategy, all the tactics that go into it. This is brand new. 
Think Again is by Adam Grant. He's an organizational psychologist in the workplace. So he does lots of research and TED Talks around work in general. This particular book is all about if maybe we do have some fixed mindset things in within our growth mindset. So for example, things that we have proven to ourselves over and over again, that they are true. And he walks you through how to understand that those are limiting and that there is more to that. What about this? What about this? Think about different perspectives. So very helpful book. Rising Strong, great book by Brene Brown, all about um, how to be vulnerable and that it's okay to be vulnerable. That means you're in the arena. You're learning, you're figuring things out and you're going to make mistakes. Otherwise, you're not growing. So make those mistakes and learn and grow and make new mistakes. And then last but not least, the remodeler marketing blueprint. <laughs> I would not be a good teammate if I didn't recommend this one. Gotta uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all about what our team does. So kind of like a behind the scenes look at why these things matter and how to go about starting to accomplish these things on your own. So you can really start putting together an inbound marketing methodology and plan for your business. So those are my, my quick hits. What about you? Cool. Yeah. And you can get the book at remodelermarketingblueprint.com. Don't forget. Um, yes. But yeah, uh, a few, few more that were at the top of my list, uh, extreme ownership, which is Jocko Willink. And that is a good leadership book all about basically saying, hey, if you're the leader, oh, there it is. You got it right there. Got the title. If you're a leader, basically everything's your fault. And so if somebody makes a mistake, it's saying, okay, well, how can I enable this person better? How can I help them learn? How can we avoid this in the future? But if you kind of point the finger and play the blame game, generally you don't build great team morale. And at the end of the day, it is all your responsibility. And so just owning, owning that. Um, so I love that one. I have both profit first slash profit first for contractors. If you want the industry specific one by our buddy, Sean Van Dyke. And that one is, I mean, man, definitely would put that high on the list. If you're struggling with financials and just the numbers are never seeming to work. It's a whole system for money management, but it also prioritizes profit. A lot of people get hung up around revenue growth and they forget about bottom line. And the bottom line is that it only matters what you take home. It doesn't, the top line is irrelevant if you're losing money and going backwards. So uh, that one is big. And then one I read right before the beginning of last year is called the 12 week year. And it's this whole concept of condensing things that you would normally say, yeah, I'm going to do that this year. I'm going to do that this year. Do it in 12 weeks, do it in the first quarter, do it in the second quarter. And that actually was what set me down this path of writing the book and getting the book out there. And I wrote the book in the first quarter and got it done. So I highly recommend that for just rethinking timeframes and, and what you can accomplish. Let's shift gears though to podcasts and it could be industry specific or non What's a what's a top podcast that you feel like other people should know about? Yeah, this has actually come up a couple of times randomly recently, so I'm excited to share it here. How I built this is it's an NPR business podcast and it's just talking to all of your all your favorite brands and how they struggled to the top because it always seems like 
an overnight success, but it's a 20 years in the making overnight success. So a couple of the recent ones that I really loved that I listened to, if I can shout out episodes for people to check out. Yeah, go for it. Chipotle. Fascinating. Oh, yeah, yeah that one a fascinating is a episode. Good one. I did listen to that one. <laughs> That's a really good one. And then Khan Academy is one of my other recent favorites. Especially fun because we got to see him at Inbound 2019, I think, 2018, 2019. Yeah. So it was Jeez. fun. Yeah. It was fun to hear that story again. That's a good one. Yeah. What else? I have many, and I think we have some overlapping. So I wanted to, I'll just hit some of the ones that I listen to pretty regularly. Work Life is Adam Grant's podcast. So not to plug him twice in one go, but it's similar to the book. He's talking to people who tend to be like researchers or the best in their field. And they're at the top of their game. How did they get there? What are some of their core takeaways? What are they learning right now? What are their recommendations? Definitely a good one. And this is cheesy, but I love Builder Funnel Radio and we do our little mini series. It's usually something that we solved for, for a client that we know is super important. We want to share that information and there's someone on our team who's an expert in that field. And man, do I love listening to those podcast episodes where they're just geeking out and they're sharing all this information. And it's so fascinating. It's so much more in depth than the level that I normally would delve. And then it's extra fun to be able to shout them out and say, Hey, great job. Listen to this podcast. I learned a ton. Thanks for sharing. And I always learn so much just from the people on our team. Yeah. I love the podcast medium too. Like you just, there's something a little different than a book or, you know, anything like that. You just get, you get a little bit extra. Those are good ones. Well, I I shouldn't, you know, vouch for the second one. I've listened to the, how I built this and I've listened to our own stuff. Funny, (laughs) but uh, fair enough. um, a few, I I picked out a few, there's a couple industry ones that I really like. Um, Contractor fight, Tom Reber, and then remodelers on the rise, Kyle hunt. And those are, if you haven't listened to either of those, go check them out. But those those guys' personality is almost on the opposite ends of the spectrum. And I think that's another cool thing about podcasts is like you kind of listen to people that, you know, you you like listening to. And so, you know, Tom is more like high energy, you know, hype man, you know, really good, you know, tactical, you know, things to implement, but I would put him like higher energy. And then Kyle brings like the, the more low key, but the, comedy and the realism and just a lot of truth. And uh, so I I would definitely recommend both of those. And then a couple outside the industry, MF CEO project, which is now like he's done with that podcast, but there's like, I think a few hundred episodes. There's plenty to go, go back to. He's got some other things he's doing now, but that's Andy Frisella. He started a supplement company and turned it into his own brand. And they do all kinds of new shit nutritional products and stuff, but he went from basically zero to they do, I think multiple hundred million dollars a year in revenue now. So just super cool to learn from somebody that's, I don't think you see that often, you know, going from absolute zero, starting the first store, like a couple hundred bucks in revenue in the first month or two to, to literally doing over 200 million in, in sales. So a lot of lessons learned there. And then a more recent favorite is Valuetainment and Patrick Bed David, which you mentioned his book earlier, the 
um, your first five moves, but he, he's a unique guy. He's, uh, he's high energy, but very, very well researched and very smart and just a savvy business guy. So if you haven't checked that one out, I would recommend that. Let's go final category here. We'll go to like <laughs> blogs and communities or groups or, you know, other resources, I guess. What are, what are a few other spots people should uh, know about? So when it comes to blogs, what I typically do is I follow our greatest competitors or like the brands that we typically hear in the sales process. And I will look at their content and ask myself, how can we do even 1% better than this? How can we add 1% more value than this? Usually we go way above 1%, but it's key to just low barrier to entry. Look at what your competitors are doing identify where you can be at least 1% better. And I think that's just a, that's a good takeaway for anyone who has a competitor, period. (laughs) Otherwise, I know you're getting to some good blogs. So outside of the blog recommendations, what I really like is being a fly on the wall of some of these communities, like the construction selling community. I believe that's Mike Claudio, Winrate Consulting. And the other one is just the remodelers community, which is Kyle Hunt also. And I see so many amazing conversations, so much learning and sharing and growing happening in those communities and never any shaming. It's always just about learning and helping each other and sharing information. And I'll jump in and share information if I have anything that's valuable there too. It's just such a great sense of we're all in this together. We're all trying to learn and be better and grow. And I think that's so great being able to tap into those communities. Yeah. And those two in particular are super active. You know, I feel like you see a lot of Facebook groups and they kind of, you know, there's like a post every week or every month or something. And these, these are active, but to your point, they're all like real things. You know, people are chiming in with thoughtful advice and help and recommendations. And yeah, the, those groups are, are well run and they've been around for a little while. Yeah, just to throw in a couple more blog resources, Remodelers Advantage has uh, their blog, which is Power Tips. And I've been following that one for a long time and they do a good job and they incorporate a lot of different angles and kind of cover the gamut when it comes to remodeling. And then the HubSpot blog, honestly, that's one that I've been reading for over a decade now, which is crazy to think about. But I've been reading their blog for a good, mm, I would say, nine to 12 months before I even realized that they sold anything. And that that was really powerful for me because that's what really turned me on to the reason we're even here today and doing inbound marketing and helping people do their websites and their blogging and their content is, you know, I, I got on this sales call and we ended up signing up for the software a week or two later with HubSpot. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, I literally loved this company and this brand and this blog for so long because I kept reading this information. I'm like, this is so helpful. And then I would go use it. And then I would go do something with it. And I go, this is so helpful. And then all of a sudden it was like, start your free trial or something popped. I'm like, Free trial of what? Like, I thought this was just a free cycle of information. And I realized, oh, you know, their software enables you to do all the stuff they've been teaching about easier, faster, better, all those things and immediately signed up. But that really just, it was, I don't know, it just was a mind meld. It was like, oh my gosh, what a great strategy. Like just building, helping first 
and then recognizing if you help first that customers will come your way. And then by the time they're actually ready to sign up, I didn't even look at anyone else, you know, like, <laughs> yep, this is perfect. Yep. This is what I need. You know, nobody else was even in the, the um, sales picture. So yeah, kind of crazy C- comes full circle. <laughs> 10 years later, 11. Later, yeah. Coming up Next 11. month. Yeah. Wild. All right. Well, I think, I think we hit a ton of resources there and we will put links to all of this good stuff and maybe even a few bonus links in the show notes for stuff we wanted to include, but we ran out of time. Danielle, any final thoughts on either anything we've mentioned or just thoughts around personal development or growth or anything like that? Final thoughts for me. It's so easy to take our advice and read these books, listen to these podcasts, read some blogs, join these communities. But what really matters is actually taking what you learned from them and implementing them. Otherwise, you're just going to keep spinning your gears and you're not going to keep moving. And what's really important is to take that next step. And like Brene Brown will tell you in Rising Strong, you're going to make mistakes, but keep making new mistakes. Keep trying new things, keep growing, keep pushing your people and just keep striving. We're right there alongside you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good advice. And yeah, I was thinking about, as you were saying that I'm going, yeah, a lot of these books, I really like them because I implemented like one or two things. And, uh, and if it was great, I implemented more than that, but sometimes it's just that one, one idea, you know, you read a whole book and there's tons of stuff you can do, but if you do one thing and it makes like a pretty big difference, suddenly it all becomes worth it. Otherwise you're just kind of reading for fun and absorbing information, which, you know, if that's That's great too. Yeah. I mean that, (laughs) I feel like that kind of helps you just like assimilate all this information in the background and then it it comes into play and in weird random times. But yeah, if you just take one thing and and put it into action, that actually reminds me, I've had this idea for a couple of years and I still haven't pulled the trigger on it, but I've really debated just reading one book over and over and over again, and just trying to keep implementing as many things as possible throughout the year. That seems sad to me that I would only read one book in a whole year, but I've thought about it. So anyway, food for thought, if you're listening. If it's, (laughs) I mean, it could be like, war and peace and you'll always have something new to implement it's like a thousand pages (laughs) it's all about the book you choose tools for titans yeah if it was tools for titans that would be pretty easy i could probably read that for years and still be working on it well cool well i think uh i would just piggyback on your takeaway like you got to implement you know all this stuff otherwise you're just kind of i don't know floating along you know but if you just take a couple of things and and move the ball forward it can make a, a big difference stacking stacking the habits stacking the knowledge stack habits (laughs) set those triggers yeah all right guys well hopefully this was helpful and hopefully it just uh opened up your eyes to a few more things i'm sure some of these you had probably heard about but hopefully some you had not and uh again we'll put all the links in the show notes and as usual we will see you next time here on builder funnel radio hey guys i hope you enjoyed that conversation with danielle and i we definitely could have done probably a whole day's worth of that. It's amazing once you start diving into these topics and read more books and man, you can just learn so much so fast and you can just accelerate your learning curve. That was one thing I remember I got out of school and realized, man, I can, I get to pick what I get to read now and just started going down this path and looking at, you know, real estate investing books, and leadership and marketing and sales. And it just becomes really fun because you start getting better at lots of things. You put these things into place and you improve your life and you improve your business. And 
you improve the way your team operates and kind of all these different things. And anyway, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. And if you also are uh, big into personal growth and development, shoot me a message over at radio at builderfunnel.com. Would love to hear from you. Uh, I'm always open to your book recommendations as well. But as always, let's hit a couple of takeaways. I think Danielle kind of hit on the big one right at the end there, which was put whatever it is into practice. You listen to a podcast, you know, you read a blog post, you read a book, you do an audiobook, whatever that new piece of knowledge is, try to just take one thing and put it into action. And I think that's what I've learned with all of this stuff is, you know, I've I've read so many books where I've probably done nothing with it. And you're going, gosh, well, maybe that information came into play for me somewhere and I pulled it out of my head, you know, in a certain moment. And, you know, that was probably some small benefit, but all the all the things where I've deliberately said, okay, this was something that was mentioned. I'm going to put this, I'm going to try this in my own experience and then just done it. That's where I always see the biggest change, the biggest end result. And so I would just encourage you to think about that this week as you're going through the week. If you heard anything from this podcast that we mentioned that you can just take and implement over the next couple of days, go for it. And I think you'll start uh, going down that path of pretty rapid improvement. All right, guys, as always, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate all the support. We'll see you back here next time on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.